everybody. This is Olivia Schmidt, and I am excited today to be talking with Paul Warga, who is the Vice President of Product Management at Ivan's Insurance Solution. They are a division of Applied Systems. So thank you so much for coming on the show today, Paul. I'm excited uh, to have this opportunity to get to know you a little bit better, talk about your work at Ivan's, and, and you know, dig into some some fun topics today. So how are you doing? Oh well, great! Thank you very much for for having me here. I am uh, I am doing great today. Um, locked up in my uh, my new uh, office uh, here in Dunedin, Florida, which uh, for those not familiar is about uh, about 25 miles you know, straight uh, northwest out of uh, out of Tampa until you hit the the waters of the Gulf of Mexico. So it's certainly been interesting times. And one of the things I've learned here in my my new office environment is uh, you know my my uh, my new office mates. Uh, they did a much better job when they were infants and, and toddlers out of respecting the work at home than they now do in their, you know, their early teen years. So it's it's been uh, an interesting two weeks. It's it's been fun with them, but I'm sure everybody out there is uh, has, has some experience with this as uh, families are home, kids are home, and uh, schooling and spring break. So it, it's been an interesting time, but uh, but everybody's uh, doing great here and. What better place to do it in sunny Florida than uh, that we can still get outside and in, enjoy the evenings? Yes, no kidding. So I am a little bit jealous. I'm in I'm in Iowa, so uh, it, we are starting to see some warmer weather. I do believe we saw sunshine today for like the first time in three days. But I do every once in a while hear from somebody in Florida, and they're like, "Oh yeah, we went outside today." And while my my kids do want to go outside, it's maybe not as pleasant to go outside. But this still feels like we feel like it's spring here. What is the temperature in the Tampa area today? Uh, I don't know if you quite want me to tell you that, but I'm going to shoot a text to my kids right now to make sure that they don't hop in the pool as we're sitting here talking so you hear all the splashing in the background. Um, but no, oh. we're in the, uh, we are in the mid-80s, and it is uh, pool season, even for a, uh, a wimp like myself that waits for the pool to get quite warm to get in, and, and we are enjoying it. So I apologize for that, for yourself and, and all those joining from, uh, from those colder climates, because I, I can't quite picture if we didn't have some of these uh, outlets that we have uh, uh, fortune to us here. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. I wonder if this will cause any sort of migration to warmer climates in general, where people are like, well, if this is ever going to happen again, I need to be someplace where I can enjoy going outside. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Not so a you, bad idea. Yeah, yeah. So you currently call Florida home. Have you been a longtime resident, like born and raised, or um, what has what has life been like in Florida? Now, uh, I wouldn't say long-time resident, but I, I feel I've been here long enough to, to consider uh, myself as close to a Floridian as you can get. As most of us are transplants, you find very few that have uh, been born and raised, especially in some of the areas where, you know, coastal areas. Uh, originally from the Northeast up in New Jersey, uh, but I've lived as far east as Tokyo and as or far west as Tokyo and far east as uh, as London. Um, so I've, I've been around uh, a little bit and had great experiences, but have been down here. And um, as you said, with the warm climate and, you know, our, our two beautiful seasons of swim season and not swim season, uh, don't, don't have any intentions of, uh, of moving, uh, moving from here. So we are all in unprecedented times right now. Um, you know, we don't know 
you know, how long this is going to go on. We don't, and I'm going to say for me, I don't necessarily understand all of the information that's out there. It seems like there's a lot to try and decipher and even, you know, for being able to make business decisions. So uh, how has Ivan's responded to this pandemic? Yeah, de definitely. Yeah, de definitely, you know, unknown territory or un uncharted territory for all of us collectively. And as you said, the information is coming at a, a, you know, a fast and furious pace that I don't think we've ever experienced before. And um, it's difficult to, to always discern it. Um, but, but Ivan's, uh, we, we enacted our business uh, continuity plan on March 16th. We went into fully remote global workforce. Um, we've had, uh, you know, I'll, I'll say a 100% smooth transition to that. We're up and running on all operations. We're supporting all our agency partners, which we have you know, 34,000 independent agencies that rely on the Ivan's network, all our carriers out there, and then managing, you know, helping them manage the national and regional regulations that are being, uh, you know, being passed during this time of crisis to ensure compliance. Um, you know, I'm, I'm so proud of the Ivan's team and, and making that quick transition. We, we obviously did a lot in prep for this, making sure that we were ready, that our, our, our staff was ready to go remote. We took uh, the steps in advance to make sure our, you know, reliability of the critical business functions, our network reliability, could our, you know, could our infrastructure handle everybody being remote? Um, could our phone systems and, and so forth? So we've got all that up and running. Uh, we've got 24 hour, uh, 24 by seven support for our customers out there to help them in these times of needs. Uh, we offer, you know, all our professional service on a remote basis. So we're able to keep our customers, our customer initiatives, their projects, everything that they have going, we're able to keep them up and running. And surprisingly, we've actually seen a little bit of an uptick in, um, we'll call it the, the urgency on the carrier side. And I think that's a, an effect of, you know, everybody being remote now and wanting to make sure that that automation that Ivan's helps brings the end to end zero touch, um, that it's up and running and, and carriers are uh, increasing their timeframes to get that moving quicker. Um, our product development teams are, are continuing to move forward. Uh, we expect all our standard software releases that we had planned for 2020, including those in the you know early part of the year, to continue and not be impacted. And then also, you know, with the staff, and we've got a lot of folks that have never worked remote or have had limited experience. So we're making sure that we uh, properly offer training and assistance to the teams. And you know, as we were talking about the e-learning for the the kids, offering tips from folks who have worked from home how to best handle that, how to deal with it, and and then also just. Uh, you know, I think handling it with a sense of humor. We know there's going to be pets. We know there's going to be kids walking in. We know there's going to be doorbells ringing and just realizing that that's part of our business today. Uh, but the Ivan's team is, has done phenomenal, and we're seeing that uh, with our customers that we're able to provide them the support and, you know, keep the, the industry as it uh, relies on the Ivan's network uh, running. And for those businesses that are impacted, we continue to have our contingency plans in place. We archive the carrier and agency data so that, if agencies are down or if they're unable to access their networks that when they come back online, they have access to that just as if it, you know, if, if they were there every day. So we, we have a lot of things in place and um, I, I don't think it could go any better than, than, uh, than it is right now as, as, as we prepared for this. So very, uh, very pleased with that. Yeah. So you guys have really just continued working without missing a beat, which is, pretty phenomenal. Um, I, I don't know how many large organizations were able to pivot 
that quickly. Um, cause you had, cause how many employees do you have at Ivan's? Well, you know, if we look at just, uh, you know, Ivan's we're in the, you know, a couple uh, hundred employees, but when you look at the global applied as a corporation, we're in several thousand employees. So, yeah. you know, it's not a, you know, it's not a giant, uh, giant transition when you're talking about companies with hundreds of thousands, but it's a, a large change to take, you know, folks that are predominantly in in an office mm-hmm. and, and bringing them into, uh, you know, a remote environment. So it, it's, it's been a challenge. Um, a lot of preparation went in, in advance as, you know, things started to, to escalate around the world. And, you know, again, uh, proud of the entire uh, entire team that we were able to transition and have, you know, seamless seamless transition and integration into the, the, the new working conditions. Yeah, and I can see how that uh, urgency for automation and technology is felt, um, you know, by the carriers and obviously by the, the agency partners as well, because we are now in an area and in a time where we're just very reliant on that. So I can certainly see, you know, that cause and effect, but um, I think it's really encouraging to hear you say that they're continuing to, you know, push forward and push forward faster. Cause maybe this was kind of the, um, not that anybody wants this to be the catalyst, but it was a, a little bit of a catalyst to saying, Hey, we weren't quite as prepared for something like this. Um, as we should have been. And so um, I think it puts an emphasis on different parts of a, of a business strategy and really maybe helps carriers sit back and examine, um, you know, how they invest those dollars or um, resources of, of, you know, their IT time and things like that. And um, yeah, I think that's, there's some really good things that, that can come out of even really challenging situations. And um, I think, even hearing how carriers have been, or not carriers, but companies have been successful at, uh, you know, getting employees in areas where they're safe to work and, um, you know, being very holistic about your approach. So it's not just, um, we need to make sure the work gets done. It's, we need to make sure that everybody feels equipped to get the work done. So I think that's, that's fantastic. And I, I really love that you guys took that approach to, um, to getting things, making sure everything's working, not just, not just the stuff, not just, you know, you want the infrastructure to be good. You want all of the technology to click together, but you also need to make sure that your employees feel well cared for in the process. So that's, that's fantastic. I absolutely love it. Um, so, you know, on the subject of Ivan, so if I, if my, uh, if my notes serve me correctly, if I remember correctly, so have you been at Ivan about nine years? Was it about 2011, you started your, um, you started that with is correct. Okay. That, that is correct. I joined, joined in early uh, 2011. Okay. And so, um, you know, what, what has your journey been like? So what, what did you originally start doing and, you know, what other roles have you filled in your time with Ivan's? Right. So, so I'm, I'm a product guy, uh, I guess, uh, since birth, you can say so. So I've lived uh, my career in the, the software industry on the product side, uh, bringing products to market. Um, in various various industries, but always been uh, always been in the the area of taking either existing products, making sure that they stay viable and continue to grow in the market, or um, you know looking for those areas of uh, of opportunity, as I call them, you know the cocktail napkin ideas or the whiteboard <laughs> ideas that we could take, uh, determine if it's something that we should bring to market, and and ultimately lead the teams to to successfully launch them. So I joined Ivan's um, at the time where. 
they were going through transition uh, for folks you know, knowing the history. Ivan's has been around for now over 35 years, um, you know, was started by insurance companies. Uh, I think it was a 35 insurance companies started uh, um, uh, Ivan's back then um, to act as a conglomerate for them and has had to transition over the years. And prior to myself joining and, and uh, some other key leaders, uh, there, there was a, a portion of Ivan's that was focused on the healthcare side um, and the PNC side that, that we lived in uh, was an area where there wasn't as much focus. So I was brought in to refocus on the product uh, to, to help Ivan's achieve the potential that we knew was out there. And we, we've seen such substantial growth in the, the nine years when I look at you know, the, the, the agency base that, that we serve, the carrier base, and just the overall size of the network You know, when we had over uh, 220 million transactions flowing over our network. You know, it's about three times plus the growth that, you know, from the, the time that I joined. And that was through a lot of investment, a lot of uh, investment in, in our products, in uh, working with the agencies and carriers to make sure we understand the market needs and then to drive innovation uh, that solves those needs. Yeah, and I feel like we're in this amazing time and space and it could be any industry but i look at the insurance industry and you know integrating all of these different technologies making all of the pieces come together and you know one of one of the big things that happened um i guess it was official 2020 um but the purchase of indio and so i'm curious um you know are there future plans in terms of ivans and indio like some some more integration there you know, how will this uh, potentially enhance uh, Ivan's current capabilities? Absolutely, there are plans, and we're very excited to, you know, have Indio part of the Ivan's Applied family. And, you know, the, the commercial line submission process is just one of the areas that we continually hear from our carriers and our agency partners and even our, you know, agency management system vendor partners out there that it's a painful process. It's very manual. It's you know, very back and forth and inconsistent and inefficient. So now having, you know, Indio as, as part of, uh, as part of the opportunity here, we're going to submissions data exchange, you know, between the agencies and the insurer systems. Um, but, but I think where Ivan's will play in is we are going to play in as the carrier connectivity for the industry. So certainly we're going to do it with Indio and offer the, the APIs to the carriers and, and most importantly, meet the carriers where they need to be met. You know, so often we think, well, we'll just set a standard API and you know, build it and they will come. But mm -hmm. we know, you know, working with the, the 400 plus insurance carriers that we work with, we know they have different backend systems. And even those with the same systems, we know they have different abilities to connect and saying here, meet me here is not going to work for them. So we're going to meet them where they are and what type of interface and API or, or what type of data or how they need the data will meet each one individually. And it's not only different between, you know, carrier to carrier, it's also different within carriers um, and their individual lines of business. So they may be able to automate one line of business, but another one's more manual and another one needs to be automated in a different way. So that's what Ivan's will bring to the, the solution is India will have the data capture in the unique forms and format that the carriers need and, and the data that the carrier needs. Ivan's will make sure that that gets to the carrier in the format that they need for the particular line of business. And then 
ultimately what we'll be doing is we're an industry solution. We want to solve the, serve the entire industry there. We'll be opening up APIs for other data captures, other, other systems that can capture the commercial line data, whether it's a management system or a, you know, a, a third-party system such as Indio as it was, um, or just anything else out there that can capture the data to, that wants to connect to the carriers. They'll be able to do that in one place with Ivans as opposed to having to have those one-off connectivity points. Yeah, which is which is incredible. Um, you know, I think uh, I was a big fan of the Indio product. I you know I saw it early on, and uh, I, I felt like it was a, a natural relationship um, between Indio and uh, Applied. And so I'm excited to see how this will continue to just in, enhance overall capabilities. Because once, when you start uh, creating more of that, then everybody wins, right? So carriers win, and when carriers win, agents win as well. So it, it becomes like a, that that whole circle um, ends up all, you know, coming together. And so I'm, I'm excited to see what kind of time frame is involved in, in getting all of these things clicking together. Well, not fast enough is always the product guy's answer, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just slight, slightly faster than sales expectations, but but certainly not that. But but we're we're looking to continue to have or to have continued uh, innovation from Indio uh, as a standalone as well as with Ivans throughout the year, and we're looking to bring our solution, you know, the Ivans connectivity to carriers. Uh, to, to market later in the year. We're already working with carriers that have come to us and approached us to be early adopters. You know, th think about as we're sitting here today um, with the, you know, inefficiencies in the process mm -hmm. and how much you would, you know, on both sides, as you were saying, the carrier side and the agency side, how much more time you would prefer to have to focus on your client base you know, who's got questions about what's going on with my coverage, what's happening with everything in the world, and how does that affect me, rather than spending time in manual, inefficient, back and forth, email, fax, all those, you know, inefficient processes. So certainly, you know, we're looking forward to it. We're very excited to bring that, you know, forward to, to serve the, um, uh, the commercial line submissions, and we're looking to do that as quickly as possible. So you'll see continued innovation coming out uh, throughout the year. And, you know, from an Ivan's perspective with the carrier connectivity, we're looking to bring things to, to market third and fourth quarter, working with carrier partners. As I said, they're, they're anxious to do this as it's been a pain point that we've heard from our carrier customers for, for years, and they're very excited about the opportunity here. And then, again, the, the part that, you know, they, they also find the excitement in is, it's not a one-off solution. So yes, certainly we're going to do it with Indio and, and have the connectivity with Indio, but we're going to extend it to the, the entire industry so the carriers know that they have one place to connect as opposed to I've got to do it with Ivans and Indio, then I've got to do it with this vendor and this vendor and this vendor. It's going to be made available to, to all, um, which drives even further efficiencies for the carriers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and and having that that open API system is definitely it's just become more and more critical as different technology has been built in the insurance space. And so I'm excited to see how that continues to grow and enhance everything for everybody in the chain. Um, you know, in terms of who plugs in and 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 needs to utilize uh, Ivans in the way that they do business. So. Um, really great and exciting things. Uh, so uh, we've, we've certainly touched on this, but, um, you know, as far as 
future plans, any, any other innovation plans that Ivan's has, um, you know, are there other things that you guys are working on outside of um, the Indio integration um, that you're really excited about and would want to share with everybody? Uh, absolutely. I mean, we're, we're continually innovating, um, you know, and I think sometimes some of that innovation gets hidden because it's behind the scenes and it's more business to business as opposed to, you know, business to consumer, but we're continually innovating and bringing new products. You know, you mentioned APIs and we talked about that with Indio. I think in the last, you know, year to 18 months, months, we probably have introduced 10, 15, 20 different APIs to expose to various players within the industry and carriers and agencies and other management systems to all have access to that and to have access to the, you know, the industry infrastructure that Ivan's brings. Um, but, you know, as, a, as the uh, industry network, you know, bringing all these parties together, our aim is to continue to, to do that to um, more tightly align and create value on all sides of the value chains for the carriers, for the agencies, for the agency management system providers that rely on the network, and then even down into the end insured, you and you, yourself and myself, of ultimately what goes throughout the network and the more seamless things are, that's the more seamless and, and automated approaches that the agencies can offer to the end insured. Um, you know, certainly one of our key focuses has always been, you know, our historical focus has been taking out those inefficient, those paper-driven, you know, processes, and we will continue to drive that automation, which we see is even more important. And then you think about just, you know, not having agencies and not having carriers in their office and, and, and not being able to have that interaction that they normally have. We, we think about processes such as Bookroll, which was a, a, you know, a product that we launched recently with Ivan's. That process used to be, and we're going to see that change very dramatically and very quickly. It used to be a manual process where carriers would actually send people to the agency's office and, mm -hmm. you know, you click reports and get the data out of the agency management system or click send, send, send to send it to your policy admin system. That's not an option today, right? We can't go sit in an office. Um, and even if so, you can't sit six feet close to the, the, the computer. So right. we need to look at new ways to, to innovate that. And we had launched a solution which enables, you know, all that to be done you know, remotely, all that to be done, you know, seamlessly between the carriers and agents using the, the Ivan's network to say we're interested in looking at this book of business where, you know, I always joke saying we're interested in getting into Florida because it's such a you know, great market to get into as, uh, as we struggle here. But, you know, we're, we're interested in getting into this market. Show us what you have and we have some deals. You know, we have some opportunities to work with you. All that can happen seamlessly behind the scenes now. No people in the office. And it can, you know, work across the entire industry. It just doesn't work for one management system or another, which was another pain point we heard from the carriers. You can send the request and you can, regardless of what system the agency is working on, you can say, show me your, you know, your homeowners and I'm meeting this criteria because I'm very interested or I have a new package for that. Um, so, so that type of innovation are the things that we're going to continue to drive within Ivan's. Again, that wasn't driven out of the necessity of where we're living today. That was driven right. out of the necessity of a very you know, manual, inefficient process. That's what drove us to bring bring the uh, solution to market. But, you know, as I was talking with carriers earlier this week, they're like, you know, that they're actually, you know, as I shared a little bit earlier, they're, they're moving up all their timelines of, we need to get this in place and get this implemented and get this, you know, our teams finalized because we can't do it the way we used to do it. Uh, we have to, we have to, we have to change and the solution meets our needs and it's kind of coming out of, you know, again, the, the, the need was there regardless, but the, the current situation is putting the need in a much more elevated place on their side. 
Oh yeah, certainly. I mean, the, the need for connectivity quickly, efficiently, um, is more critical now than it ever has been. And, and like you said, it, it was, the need was always there. It's just been magnified by our current state of, of the world. And so, um, I think it's great that you guys are in a position that you can, uh, you know, start responding to what the the carriers are ready to move on. I think that's incredibly valuable because yeah, I mean the, the work that agents and carriers need to get done has not changed. Just the environment in which they're able to do those things is drastically different than it was, you know, just 30 days ago. So, um, you know, we're, we're all living in a little bit of a a new world right now. Um, And maybe things normalize, you know, and and people go back to a traditional work setting. That'll be kind of an interesting thing to see how many people, you know, just go back to the the normal traditional work environment. I'm not really sure. Um, But I think that it does, um, it does kind of force that, that innovation forward. uh, And that's, that's never a a bad thing in, in my mind, as long as it's done, you know, carefully and correctly. And um, I think that uh, you guys are going to be integral in making sure that that happens. Um, you know, and you talk about making sure that the whole the whole chain is connected, right? So all the way down to um, the policyholder level. And um, so, uh, you know, there's uh, certainly, you know, when you talk about moving data and being able to do it effectively and efficiently, um, you know, I think of, you know, the end user then, you know, uh, logging into their CSR 24 account mobily, um, you know, because they can't go and see their agent anymore. So we have we're, we're, we're reliant on all pieces of that technology in order to make sure that um, carriers can give agents what they need and agents can give insurance what they need in return because um, we're not sitting across from the desk pulling, you know, printing things off of a agency management system or um, a carrier website and handing it to an insured like that environment doesn't exist for us right now. Um, you know, so uh, I, I'm excited because I think that, you know, the some of that information maybe was um, not as complete and clear as it could have been in the past. And it, and it sounds like we're going to see better overall end product on all sides of of the of the system. I think we're going to see, you know, a lot of innovation come out, you know, cer- certainly, you know, from Ivan's, but I think in general, we're going to see a lot of innovation come out of this. But I think the other thing that, that we're, we're seeing, and, and I'm, I'm going to assume it's not just isolated to our industry, is there's a lot of tools and technologies and, and opportunities out there that because folks were so busy on doing their day-to-day job, um, got neglected. You know, you mm-hmm. talk about portals or mobile apps or, or, you know, other technologies like that, that really allow themselves to, to do their business more efficiently. Sometimes they just, you just can't get out of the day to day and keeping the business running that this is taking a, you know, a, a take forced a step back for, for agency owners and even for, for carriers on that side to take a look and be like, all right, my workforce is going 100% remote. What do I need to have in place and what is available to me today? And I didn't realize I have this access. My customer wants to pay and they can't show up in my office and hang off, hand in a check as they've done, you know, for the last 10 years. How do we handle that? What tools do we have? And many of them are already available and we're seeing that, you know, that change within, within our company and, and within applied of, okay, we, we, we need to adopt these new technology, adopt these new technologies that we've, 
you know, neglected or, or just not moved as quickly on and, and the environment's forcing that. So I think we'll see an uptick in, in the technologies that are available. And then certainly I think we will continue to see a lot of innovation coming out of this of other areas where we can identify the pain points is this part of my business was difficult to run during that time or I ran into a lot of gaps or carriers that were spending a lot to, to manage this aspect of it. We'll bring innovation to, to market after this. And when we go back to, you know, quote unquote normal um, to, to, uh, to solve those issues should we ever face them or just realizing that they, they are inefficiencies that, that can be addressed that were often just hidden. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it, it certainly does um, bring some things to the top of the surface or to bubble to the surface that um, maybe had, like you said, they'd been neglected or they just weren't even realized. Like you didn't, it, it's not that anybody saw this coming really. Um, at least not with enough, uh, you know, time frame in order to say, okay, well, we have we have 90 days to get everybody to pivot our business strategy. Everybody was doing it on a dime, um, but it certainly does just kind of give different attention to different parts of a business that had had not been seen for one reason or another in the past, um, and it certainly makes uh, businesses of any kind just reprioritize and especially when it comes to the priority of investment um, in technology uh, it's it's just like it's so much more critical and important right now than I think ever anybody could have predicted it was going to be um, even if you work in the tech space and you love it and you're passionate about it I think seeing it be such uh, just it is the thing. It's the thing that's keeping holding everything together right now. And we're so we're so reliant on it at this point. And I and I don't think it's it's necessarily a, a bad thing. The situation itself is not um, ideal, um, but just having a better understanding of your business, I think, is something that's going to be very much highlighted um, in in all of this. I mean, there's I, I don't think that there's any way that it can be. And I think probably even for a company like Ivan's, like you guys have probably identified and had to just kind of reprioritize things um, based on how business needs changed for your partners in the last 30 days. Absolutely. And I don't, I don't know that any of us um, know exactly, you know, or w how much further the change is going to go. I mean, we're still mm -hmm. early in this. Mm -hmm. We don't know if this is going to be, you know, two days, two weeks, two months uh, type thing. So business is going to continue to evolve. So one of the things, you know, certainly we're looking at our products and our customers and, you know, all the users of the network and adjusting, but, but we're also looking at the trends in the industry. So, you know, as we have such insights with, you know, over 220 million transactions giving us into insight into the insurance industry we've you know immediately put in place you know just some some tracking and monitoring to see what is what is happening are we seeing any downward trends you know on the day on the the, the day the you know national emergency was declared we saw a drop in you know basically all transactions in business especially when you think about rating and quoting and so forth mm -hmm. but you know the next day, volumes went back up, and they're not quite at a hundred percent, but they're darn near there. So we're we're able to trend to say, okay, business. You know, I, I hesitate to say business as usual, but but from from our users' perspective and from the insurance industry's perspective, we're seeing you know trending that says, okay, things are 
are you know leveling out to some extent we're still you know we're still serving our customers we're still having to make sure we're servicing our policies and so forth but we're going to continue to trend that is you know what what's going to happen over time you know i think about new business I don't think, again, I haven't been outside in quite a few days or left the, the premise of my property in a, a week or so, but I don't think people are out there buying new cars. So what is that going to do to the, the industry, the transactions and so forth? So some of the insights that Ivan's will be able to bring in is what are some of the trends we're seeing? Where, where are things changing? What's changing it within them? And how is that going to affect our industry? And then certainly, you know, how are we going to, to help drive uh, you know, innovation and change coming out of that? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how this all shapes out, right? Because obviously industry everywhere just slammed, right? The impact, uh, short-term, long-term, uh, we can see some of the short-term impact, but I still don't think we we know that whole story. And long-term is just completely unknown. Um, I'm sure there's some predictive analytics going on out there, but um, I think it's it's really hard to say exactly how that's all going to turn out. For me, I'm like, everybody's going to, I thought everybody would want to go on vacation as soon as this is over. Like, we're going to want to get out of our houses. We're going to want to see another part of the world. Maybe we embrace life differently. But I've heard people say, you know, I would be hesitant to travel. I would be, you know, so it's, it'll be interesting to see how all of that stuff actually plays out in the long run. But, um, but yeah, I mean, there will be businesses that suffer and close and don't make it because of um, the financial impact that they're already feeling right now. Um, even, you know, billion dollar companies. But when you talk about transactions that are coming through the system, I would be interested to know if, you know, even like the amount of download um, that subscription, like in the number of transactions that you see, goes up, not necessarily because there's more insurance being written, but because that automation piece needs to um, be taken because, um, you know, there's there's organizations that maybe were hesitant to turn on download, especially with commercial lines. Obviously, personal lines has been that way forever and ever. Um, but, you know, commercial lines download will be interesting to see if that trend changes at all, um, just based on it being a necessity now in order to be able to get the information into your system. Um, you know, your processing staff may look different. You know, there's certain elements that play into that, but it'll, it'll be interesting to me if you, if you guys start to see um, an uptick in that traffic. It, it certainly is an area where we're going to be monitoring when you think about that. Um, you know, twofold. So one, your office looks a lot different today than it did yesterday. So you don't have folks there receiving the mail, typing it into your system. Um, but, but also, again, you want to be focused on, you know, probably even more than, than normal, focused on servicing your clients as opposed to, you know, keying stuff into your management system. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I think, you know, for the, the agency, you know, listeners out there is, you know, take, take advantage of that automation. One of the things that we see in Ivan's is, there's so much automation available that agencies just haven't turned on. A lot of it is, you know, you mentioned some of the reasons they just haven't fully adopted it. And some of it is just, you know, you, again, you're busy doing your day-to-day -day job and running your business. You don't, you don't, you miss the opportunities that, hey, a carrier turned on a new line of business for automation. So, so get out there and use the services for Ivan's 
for, for agencies, our services are free. So you're able to see what you're using, what you're not using, what's out there for carriers, and then work with your carrier partners to get it turned on so that that staff is not spending the time, you know, typing into the management system. They're getting the download and they're, um, you know, driving the productivity and focused on your core business as opposed to, you know, uh, moving paper for, for, for simplicity terms. So that, that's available, you know, on Ivan's Exchange, the portal that we've, we've built that gives agencies insight and all you have to do is log in. Again, there's not a cost to the agencies. So, um, you know, take advantage of that in these times and your business changing and take a look at how you're doing it and how you can make it more efficient and focused on, on what you need to be doing. Yeah. And so for those agencies, and I, I uh, give me your, your thoughts on this, for agencies that are hesitant to turn on commercial lines download, do you have any piece of advice that you would give them? Um, well, I, I'm a numbers guy, so I always go to the, the, first, uh, the first thing of a number, and then I say, you know, you, you come back with that. So, so we have 34,000 independent agencies that rely on our network. Um, you know, that, that's how many um, received transactions over our network last year. Uh, about two-thirds of those take commercial lines. Um, and we know not all 34,000 write commercial lines. So, you know, you're, you're saying a large percentage of the industry receive commercial lines download transactions as part of their daily standard business practice. So when, when folks ask me about it and are worried about it, uh, the first question I ask and using those numbers is, are you telling me that two-thirds of the 34,000 um, you know, counterparts to your business out there are doing something that's bad for their business and that's counterproductive or inefficient. Um, so that, that, that's the first thing I, I, I would respond to. Um, certainly, you've got to learn how to do it. You need to take the, the steps to, to change a, a lot of the challenges and where, you're, where, where agencies are worried about data um, just comes to, from practices. And if you're using the system differently than it's intended to use, of course, data is going to get overwritten. But again, having two-thirds of the 34,000 out there that have taken uh, commercial lines and rely on it day-to-day, they found ways to make it in, in, uh, critical to their business. And we know they like it because they continue to you know, to pound on Ivans and on their carriers to offer more. They want to see it, you know, universal with all their carriers. So my, my guidance would be use this opportunity to, uh, um, you know, take the, make those changes within your agency so that you can, you know, uh, benefit from the automation and, you know, get rid of those inefficient processes that I think to date it's been easy to say we'll get to that later or we just don't want to make the change and, and now maybe is a great opportunity to do that. Yeah, I think I think there will certainly be a lot of agencies that kind of take a step back and re-examine um, how they're using it or, or if they're going to use it, and yeah, how do they how do processes need to weave into that? So um, so yeah, it'll I'll just be interested to see where that trends. I mean, I think that there is there there's a hunger out there for more automation, um, but there's also a lot of uh, hesitation at the same time, and so. Uh, the, the hesitation is going to have to start taking more and more of a backseat, and uh, I think there will be some more uh, bold moves um, on in, in all parts of the of the in, insurance chain. Um, that you know, in terms of adapting things that maybe you know feel a little bit intimidating, but I think there will be a little more boldness in terms of bringing those into organizations. Um, so. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I think that, um, like you said several times, that 
during, uh, this is unprecedented, but um, there will certainly be some really valuable innovation and that comes out of this. And I think that um, when that happens, a lot of, a lot of people stand to benefit. Um, you know, so I think it'll be exciting to see how technology evolves and how quickly it evolves, even when it feels like our world is standing still a little bit at the same time. So, um, so yeah, I think that'll, seeing how this whole story plays out will be a very interesting, very interesting thing. It definitely will. And, and, you know, I, we, we talked on, you know, the commercial lines are adopting, you know, new, you know, new automation that may be out there. But I, I think it's now also a good time for, for all those agencies out there to, to take a look and, and, you know, an inventory of what they are doing, because it's not just, um, you know, it's not just those that, uh, that, you know, are, have been hesitant. It's also just those that didn't realize there were new opportunities out there. So they may already be automated may already be taking download or, um, you know, personal commercial or, or whatever with their carriers, but new lines of business are continually being implemented. And as I said earlier in the, the discussion, we're seeing in a, a push from our carriers and, and our customers that we work with to get more projects ramped up faster. Again, that, that wasn't what we had expected when, when everything started to change a couple of weeks ago, but they want to get these projects out. They want to get new automation opportunities out there. So make sure that you're taking advantage of the tools and seeing what's available and continuing to, uh, to monitor that because new, uh, new transactions, new, uh, new automation opportunities become available very regularly within the Ivan's network. Yeah. And I think it's just proof that we, we are in an industry um, that wants to build on the strengths that it has. And so um, a situation like this certainly identifies weak points, but it also identifies the strengths in terms of what you can build on and enhance and grow from. Um, and I think that it also speaks to the fact that we, we just want, we want everybody to be successful in all of this. Um, and it's going to look different ways. We're going to have to reset what we identify as success, I think. But, um, but seeing that push, I think is just a clear message that, you know, the carriers obviously want to be successful in all of this and Ivan's wants to be successful. Agents certainly want to make sure that they're running good business um, through all of this. But I think that there's a lot of cooperation and because we want to see everybody succeed. Um, and it's, it's tough and there's going to be challenges, um, that everybody has to face in different ways. But, um, but when everybody starts for like, this forces us all to work together a little bit differently than we were before. Um, and so I think, um, I think that's good. I think that it, it drives towards, um, really making sure that we're, we're pulling each other through a very challenging situation. So, um, so I think that's great. I, I, I love hearing that. I love seeing that there's a push out there. Agree. And, and, you know, I, I feel, you know, our role at Ivins is to provide that, you know, connectivity and technology to create that digital workflow and all the interactions at the, you know, every stage of the life cycle. You know, we touched on, you know, the upfront stage of commercial submissions or, you know, we didn't go into personal lines, but we have that upfront. And then you've got, you know, finding the market. Where do you want to place the business? You know, then the download and then the servicing as you've got the policies. And, you know, that, that, that's where we are focused is bringing mm -hmm. that life cycle 
uh, to market and the connectivity and the technology. And then, you know, ultimately the insights that we're able to derive out of that, that provide, you know, insights to carriers, insights to agencies to help drive their business that can't be given anywhere else because you don't have that that network um, and that industry solution that, that Ivan's brings. So we're excited to be part of that and, and, and certainly uh, looking forward to continuing to, to drive our solutions and, and you know, improve and enhance the digital workflow. Yeah, and that ongoing data assessment is going to be so important because I feel like there's no way that you can come out of the other side of this and not say, we need to be prepared for another worst case scenario. And we need to, and we need to, you know, go, we need to error by 10% maybe saying if something ever happens again, it might be even worse. And so um, I think, I think being able to really capture that data and have an understanding of it is going to be so, so important as everybody moves forward and, and develops business strategies and, you know, talk about disaster recovery. I mean, I know that there's, there's different ways of defining disaster recovery, but I think that there's a little bit of um, DR that, that you kind of go, got to go into DR mode um, because we're in a little bit of a disastrous situation right now. And so um, I know I'm using the term incorrectly probably, but um, but that's what I think of is like, like we go into disaster recovery mode when, when the, when the chips are down like they are right now. And so being able to really understand all aspects of the business and have a good, um, you know, healthy set of data is going to help everybody strategize better for any future disruptions of this kind. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Cannot, cannot agree more. And I know that that's, and when we look at Ivan's and the innovation, that's going to be a continued area of focus. We, we've already been focused on there, brought, you know, have brought many solutions to, to market um, based on, you know, the, the data and data insights. And I, I think it's going to be even more critical, as you said, as we, we come out of this and to make sure that, you know, our customers, our carrier customers, the, the industry, the agencies are able to have that insight to effectively drive their business, to prepare for, for situations such as uh, the one we're in now. And, uh, drive continued growth. So it's, uh, again, it's, it's definitely a focus of ours and we look forward to, to uh, continuing to innovate around there. Oh, well, I think it's, it's amazing. Um, I'm so excited that we got to talk today, Paul. Um, I do have one final question for you. If, if you're game, you, you can decline, but um, if you got to play one song for the whole world to listen to, what would it be? Well, that's a tough one. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to have an answer for that. I, that that's one I'm going to have to email you, and you might have to plug in a plug in the cliff notes at the end there of what that would be. So <laughs> I do not have an answer today, and I would want to put some thought into that. Okay, okay. I'll, well, I'll, I'll challenge you. What what would yours be? Um, so mine would be uh, 500 Miles by The Proclaimers. Or I guess it's called uh, I'm, I'm going to be, but um, but yeah, I have had time to think about it, so yeah. Um, but yeah, as long I'll be, as you're walking your 500 miles six feet apart, you're okay. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Let's let's all practice safe social distancing and uh, and yeah. But thank you so much for your time today, Paul. This was this was a great experience. Um, I certainly have learned so much about all sorts of interesting things that you guys have going on at Ivans, and I'm excited to see how um, you guys continue to innovate and bring great solutions to 
um, all parts of the insurance automation chain. I think it's going to be great to watch this all happen. Um, and I'm excited that you guys were able to, uh, you know, pivot so quickly in, in a really difficult situation and that, you know, employees are being well cared for during a very, very challenging and um, unknown time right now. So, um, yeah, thank you for for giving me your your time today and uh i look forward to uh our past crossing once we're um once we're all allowed to go places that sounds great well i thank you for the opportunity to speak with you and uh please uh please be well during these times and, and look forward to to getting together hopefully very short soon all right yes yes stay healthy and stay safe and uh yeah we'll talk soon thanks so much paul thank you bye everyone bye-bye